Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. 
But I love you because you're my home. Well, that's the back of road, the back of road. You're dirty and you're filthy, the back of road. I'm gonna blow you up. I'm gonna tear you down. I'm gonna build me a town that I will be proud to show. And I'll keep a name. classic soul and R&B music. Thin music for your soul. Wow, today is a, wow, this, the next few days, actually today is a very, very emotional day for me. As you know, tonight we're featuring the music of the great late Lou Ross, but because today, 78 years ago, he was born. And tonight we have a couple of special guests, as we do every year on his birthday or the uh, death of his, you know, when he died which is January 6th. He died January 6th, 2006. We have his oldest daughter, Kendra, and his wife, Nina. And you guys know Nina is one of my closest good friends, and she has been, you know, it's an emotional day for everybody. In fact, today is also World AIDS Day, and I want to honor my brother, Terry Lassiter, who died December 4th, 1994, which is in a few days, December 4th. Of AIDS. So I'm definitely honoring him as well. Now, as you guys know, Lou Ross was very instrumental of me growing up because my dad, my father, God rest his soul, um, he loved, in our household from ever since I can remember, he played Lou Ross every day. So by the time I was eight years old, I've known pretty much every. Lou Rawls song, and I won't tell the story behind how Nina Rawls and I came about. When she calls in, we'll tell that story, but today is a very, very special day for me because it is Lou Rawls' birthday, and I want to honor him by, as always, playing his music and sharing some stories about it. I would say call me at 424-757-1423. You can call me if you want to talk about it in the next 20 minutes because that's when I have Nina and Kendra coming in. But I'm going to do a little trilogy right now of Lou's song that I absolutely, positively, this brings back crazy, crazy memories as a child. Mm-hmm. 
particular memory lane, place in Chicago on the south side known as Washington Park. Its boundaries are from 51st Street on the north to 60th on the south, South Parkway on the west, Cottage Grove on the east. In this park, any given day in the summer months, you will find many, many people, lots of old people, lots of young people, children playing. The old man was walking down one of the paths in the park, feeding the pigeons and the squirrels as he walked along, enjoying himself and enjoying the beautiful day, listening to the children as they laughed and played over in the little play area. Their laugh was so catching and infectious, he had to stop for a moment just to stand there and watch them. While standing there, he looked around and he saw another young man sitting over there all by himself. He walked over to him and he said, Young man, why are you sitting here all alone? Why aren't you playing with the other children? The little boy looked up at him and said, Oh, well, sir, see, I don't like to play with the kids no more because they just do the same thing every day. They just want to shoot marbles and ride up and down on the sliding boards and swing and, and play tag and all those kind of games, hide and seek. And I, I don't like that anymore. I want to be like the big boys. I want to be like my big brother. See, my big brother, my big brother wears them big, fine silk suits, Jim, and drives them white on white and white cars. And he has pockets full of money and plenty of girlfriends. He got so many girlfriends, I just don't believe it. See, but um, I can't do that because I'm a kid, see? And I want to hurry up and grow up. So the old man said, that's good, son. He walked over. He said, can I sit down by you for a moment? The little boy said, okay. And he slid over. The old man sat down and said, listen, son, you've got a long way to go. You've got a lot to see and a lot of places to go, a lot of things to do. 
I had that opportunity once, and I tried to take advantage of it. That's what you should do. Let me tell you a little story, kid. He said...
I'm going to tell you a quick story real quick. It's kind of a personal story, but I'm okay with that. Um, I grew up in Europe because my dad was military, and I had my brother Terry, who was a twin, and a younger brother, and I have four sisters right now. And you guys know that my brother Terry died uh, in 1994 of AIDS. And growing up, we listened to Lou Ross, and, you know, I thought we had a pretty stable household. And, you know, 13 years old, my, you know, mom and dad, we, you know, we always seen that we thought they would get along. And my dad, every night when he came home, you know, he would eat dinner, read the paper, ask how we were doing to school, ask my mom how she was doing. She proceeded to put on Lou Ross. And he kept playing this one song over and over again. Unbeknownst to me, one day my dad came home and asked my mother for a divorce, which was the most bizarre thing because when he asked my mom for a divorce, this is the song that was playing in the background. I will never forget it. It was March 12th. Um, when I was 13, I never, it was raining outside. It was the most bizarre thing I've ever heard. For every little kiss, there's a little teardrop. For every single thrill, there's another heartache. Road is rough. Go and get some, yes, love is a hurting thing, oh, love is a hurting thing, when you're in my arms, I'm a king on the throne, but when we're apart, I walk the streets alone, one day happiness, the next day loneliness, Nothing to block 
the wind, the elements. Nothing to buffer them for I mean to keep them from knocking my bed down, Jim. I mean, really, socking it to me. When the boiler was bust and the heat was gone, Jim, I had to get fully dressed before I could go to bed. Of course, I couldn't put on my goulash because they had buckles on them and my folks didn't play that. They said, don't you tear up my bed clothes with some goulashes on. But I was fortunate. As soon as I was big enough to get a job and save enough money, get a ticket to catch anything, I split. I said, one day I'm going to return and I'm going to straighten it all out. And I'm about ready to go back now. So I thought I'd tell you about it. Uh, they say this is a big, rich town, but I live in the poorest part. I know I'm on a dead end street in a city without a heart. I learned to fight before I was sick. The only way I could get along. Uh, when you're raised on a dead end street, you gotta be tough and back 
fond memories as well as not so fond memories, you know. And you know, I played the song Love is a Hurting Thing that my dad played when he asked my mom for a divorce. And you know, I I've gotten a call from my mom, Mom, we'll work that out. Don't even worry about it. So tonight I got Kendra, his oldest, and I got his wife, Nina, that will be with us shortly. But I got to tell you, Lou Ross, he was a philanthropist. Uh, I consider Lou Ross the hardest working man in show business because I don't think he ever said no to anybody. And he made it work. He made it happen. He made it seem easy. Lou Ross was an outstanding individual. And his wife and his daughter will tell you how outstanding he is. But for right now, we're going to take a pause for a cause. Founded by Harvard Business alumni, Crimson Academy is an innovative online business academy for lifelong scholars and ambitious professionals. Utilizing 21st century technology, Crimson Oak provides you virtual education, industry events, and advisory services. Discover your leadership potential today on facebook.com slash crimsonoak or visit crimsonoakacademy.com. It is that time of year. We know why you fly. American Airlines.
And, you know, God rest his soul, the great late Melvin Lindsay revolutionized the Quiet Storm here at Gene Radio in New York City. As well, he actually revolutionized it at WHUR, 96.3 FM in Washington, D.C. Right now, we're going to play some more Lou Ross. Let me see. What is it that I want to play so you guys can... Let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see. Here is one that I absolutely, positively, I love this song, but I'll wait to play this. Uh, Do you guys do internet radio? Oh, yes. Oh, one other thing when I'm thinking about it. You guys think I'm stalling, but I'm not. I got a hundred million things going on in my mind. Our website, we're launching December 15th. We might be launching before this. But tonight, the actual website of G-Radio, New York City, dot com will go up. So I'm looking forward to that, and I cannot wait to uh, see what happens. But until then, you guys, I, I'm, I'm so excited, and I thank you guys for being patient. You're 
listening to G Radio New York City, and this is The Quiet Storm, and I'm your host, Greg Lassiter, where you can find your classic soul and R&B music, the music for your soul. So tonight, we're featuring the music of the great, late Lou Ross, and today would have been his 78th birthday. And also, today is, uh, well, AIDS day. But who do we have on the phone? Lovely, his lovely daughter, Kendra Ross. Kendra, what's up, girl? Hey, Greg. How are you? You know me, sexy, fabulous, chocolate. You know all the above. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Sorry. This <laughs> <laughs> is fabulous. So Kendra, on an everyday basis. <laughs> on an everyday basis. You know me, girl. When I wake up, I'm happy as a free slave with walking papers on his way to Delaware. How fa- I can play with you, Greg. Fa- <laughs> <laughs> so, Kendra, so what it was it like? You know, people want to know, everybody, this is the wonderful Kendra Ross. She's Lou Ross's oldest, fabulous, amazing daughter. So what was it like to be Lou Ross? What is it like to be Lou Ross's daughter? Tell me some stories. Tell us some stories, Kendra. I don't want to get too deep, Greg. Come on now. But anyway, it was wonderful. It was a pleasure for all the time that I've had with my child. You know, all the time that I had him being my father, it was a blessing to even have him as my father. I actually myself just looked at him as a regular man, like any other child that would have a father in their life. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, But in the same token, looking at him as a worldwide legend, uh, a man that is known throughout the world for all the great music that he's done, being a philanthropist and the entertainer that he was, a humanitarian, also dealing with United Negro College Funds, that was a great pleasure in my life as well because I saw him as helping people to get further and things that, and doing the things that he was doing and opening up doors for others. So, right, I mean, right. it was a blessing all within itself. You know, Kendra, you know what? I know Nina, you guys are, we got so, I'm not going to tell everybody what you got going on, but you do have a lot going on. But with Nina, as you know, we're trying to, Nina's doing a, a hell of a lot of things, trying to, well, you both of you guys are trying to keep his legacy alive because I also remember every, what was it, every Labor Day, or no, every January, was it, that he did, well, he was on television doing the uh, United Negro United College Fund. United Negro Fund, right. I mean, how many years did he do that? Ooh, it's like over 20-something years, 25, 26, 27, somewhere close, almost 30 years, just about. Pretty close no, I want to be more than because I'm only 20, you know what, so I don't even remember that. <laughs> what you trying to say, Greg? Well, we <laughs> But, Kendra, you know, some of like, you know, as, you know, over the, over the years, I kind of like, you, for... A, a, a woman, a child, to be of the magnitude of the star that your father was. I must say, guys, Kendra is pretty humble, more humble than I am. I, it amazes me because, Kendra, you know, I, you're you're so humble, I would be like, you, you know who I am? I am Lou Ross's son. Shut up, baby. But you have been you know so <laughs> But you know what? That's the difference between me and you. You're waking up. <laughs> Feeling fabulous in a sexy chocolate kind of way on an everyday basis. <laughs> Me, I wake up and I just say, thank you, Jesus, I made it another day. <laughs> in a vanilla kind of way. No, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but, 
Kendra, I mean, you you see today must be a joyous but yet a sad day for you, I'm sure, because I know you miss your dad. Absolutely. Did, did Absolutely. you think, did he sing for you, Kendra, growing up? Did, you know, you know, tell us some stories. Give me a good story. Give us Actually, a good story. Actually, he didn't do much singing to me. He didn't do much singing to me. Well, I take that lie back. Yes, he did. When I went to the shows, yes, he did. He made me sit in a certain seat. And his eyes always came in contact with my eyes, and it kind of scared me like if I move, I'm in trouble. You know? <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> I better be in the spot that he told me to be in. But you know what? He loved his grandkids, my children, so much that he would take them out and walk them throughout the neighborhood and would sing songs to them. He was so proud of his grandchildren because we spent every Christmas and Thanksgiving with him. And that was just, I I was just honored to even know that he had that opportunity to even know his grandkids, you know. Right, right, We have a lot of people that's on this earth that have grandkids, but they don't live long enough to see them. So that was just a blessing within itself to me. Uh, right, but, yeah, right. he would sing to me, or I would hear him when he would do certain rehearsals, you know, for opening acts or whatever, the case, however you would put it. Um, right. Where they had to do mic testing and stuff like that, you know, and he would look at right. me, wink in his eye and stuff. I'm like, okay, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> but that's about it, you know, as far as the singing is concerned. <laughs> right, right. Now, Lou lived, he grew up in... The, uh, Chicago, right? Yes. He he was he was born and grew up in Chicago, and yes. you know he if you listen to Lou's music, and everything that Lou sang, pretty much uh-huh. was about what he felt and what he had gone through, right? Uh huh. Like like Tobacco Road, like he couldn't wait. Tobacco Road was one of my favorite songs that he couldn't wait. To get out of Chicago. <laughs> uh huh. And I listen to things like Chicago, like uh, Tobacco Road, Dead End Street, but no uh, one. The, ever what's that one? Uh, the Infirmary. What, I, you know me, me and my titles the, are yeah, sometimes. St. James <laughs> Infirmary. St. Yeah, James Infirmary. That's a lot of people's favorite. Okay, you know what, Kendra? I want you to hold on. Hold on. Do not go anywhere. I'm going to play that tune. Don't go anywhere. I feel so blue. And I feel heartbroken. What am I living for? My baby... She went away and she left me. No, 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 never to come back. No.
you, I take it you have every song your dad's ever done, right? I'm sorry, say that again? You have every song, you know, like you have every song your, your dad's ever done. Uh, you've heard every song your dad's ever done. I've heard every song just about, yes. And I've been coming up with this. There's some new stuff that's come up. I'm like, he did that too? <laughs> really? <laughs> you know, so, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, he, yeah, he did that one too. Okay. He, <laughs> you, know? He, you know what? I know you guys are live him. He should be in um, the Hall of Fame without a doubt, hands down. And I don't understand right. why they are hesitating about this. You know? I mean, you I look don't at people like it myself, Greg. But you know what? I don't. I, I'm just gonna go with the flow. Let's put it like that. It's, it's gonna right, happen. Right. It's definitely gonna right. happen. It definitely will happen. It will definitely happen because. I look at people who produce them like Kenny, Kenny Gamble and uh, Leon Hoff, and mm-hmm. these guys, you know what, they made a tremendous amount of money. I don't want to start nothing, but, you know, every time somebody gets paid, every time you hear a Lou Raw song, he, like, how many songs do you think your dad has made over the years? Uh-huh. Yeah. How, how many songs do you think he made? It's just a, a hard situation. It's something a little hard and heavy on my heart to talk about because not only my dad, but there was a lot of entertainers in that era that did not get uh, – they were very underrated in most cases. Right. You know what I mean? Right. right. Um, they were known. Uh, they were known. They were heard, and their music were hit, but they were still right. underrated, you know, and I believe no, – never got royalties for it. came up in, you know what I mean? It was right. that era. Right. That they came That's up right. in, and but but in the same token, they made that mark. Right, that's exactly you right. Know, it was it was it was almost like a catch twenty two situation because it was people like your dad and some of the other artists that paved the road road for other great R and B artists today. You know, mm-hmm. because it wasn't mm-hmm. if it weren't for the great Lou Rawls, you know, there may not have been a Mary J. Blige or a Kanye West or, or what have you. Because at the same time, your dad loved doing what he did. What he did. He loved funny, that you would say, funny that you would say that. I don't want to cut you off. It's funny that you would say that me living in Georgia at, right now at the time, I was at this grocery store, Kroger, and uh, I seen, I think it was Lazy Bone from Bone Thugs and Harmony. Right. And uh, they were giving them mad crazy stuff, right? And I said, oh, no, and they were questioning about why does he send so many Western unions to wherever, to wherever. And I looked at him, I said, because, I looked at and I told him, I said, because he can, you know. I think, right. Because, right. I mean, you know, I understand people wire money where, you know, and it's some illegal stuff that may be going on, true enough. And uh, right. he says, well, I, he says, thank you, man, like that. I said, I know who you are, you know. He said, yeah. He said, Lazy Bone, he said, well, who are you? I said, uh, I'm Kendra, Kendra Ross. I said, you may know of who my dad is. And I never really, really say nothing like that. I never really put that out right. there like that. And he said, well, who is your dad? And I said, my dad's Lou Rawls. And the first thing he said was, oh, that's the OG. <laughs> you know, he <laughs> right. called him an right. OG. And this is a young right. cat, you know what I'm saying? Right, so, right, right. That's what I said. They paved the road for a lot of these young, young, young people out today yes, to do what they absolutely. do today. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? And you know that's why you, we look back and your dad was the blues R and B soul. 
He did it all. You could not label what kind of music Lou Rawls did because your dad did. He was felt when he got in that blues thing. He he talked about the blues. He sang the blues. He talked about the R and B, and he did the soul music. All I mean, there are no artists like that anymore. You know, right. I, I I was thinking the other day. I'm like, what artist? Who could you compare Lou Rawls to? Nobody. Nobody. And the two fav my two favorite. Artists in the world, Lou Rawls and Marvin Gaye, as everybody knows. And, like, exactly. exceptional, exce- exceptional. Your dad was exceptional. But, kid, you know what I'm going to play right now? I'm going to play one of your favorite songs. Okay. Huh. <laughs> All right, okay. don't go anywhere. <laughs> Do not go anywhere. All right, all right. Pardon me, do you have change for a quarter? I gotta make a phone call. Thank you. Oh, I hope this woman don't take me to no changes today, because I've had a hard day today, man. You know, let me see what's happening at the address before I go home. How you doing? I hope you're fine. Did your day take you through changes and mess up your mind? I just called to say that I'm on my way. Oh, and I'll see you when I get there. I hope you're in a good mood. You know, a man's home is a castle, and I'm coming home to groove. Oh, and I'll see you when I get there.
You're listening to The Quiet Storm, and I'm your host, Greg Lasseter, here at G Radio in New York City, where you can find your classic soul in R&B music, the music for your soul. So today we're celebrating the music of the great late Lou Ross, and who do we have with us? His lovely daughter, Kendra. Kendra, you know what? I really appreciate you calling in, because you know what, Kendra, from day to day, I don't know where you are. I don't know what country you're in. Come on, Greg. <laughs> no, Kendra, I really, I, you know, I always post you on Facebook. Well, I'm like, okay, where in the hell are you today? I have no idea. Right. You know, you, you get around so much. I'm like, oh, Greg, you know what? I'm like, like, you were in Ohio. Wasn't it you were in Ohio for Thanksgiving or you attempted to go to Ohio or something? What happened there? I was in Georgia for Thanksgiving, and um, I was on my way to Los Angeles anyway, but I made the decision to stop to see Nina and my little brother Aiden before I came here because I was coming to California for my best friend Angela's birthday. And that's where I am today in Compton, California. Yes, I'm going to say so. That's where I was raised. A lot of folks want to look at a lot, a lot of folks. Talking Long Beach. Throw the signs up. Throw the signs up. Oh. <laughs> a lot of place. A lot of people want to look at this place as the, the worst place ever, but no, it's not. It's not. A, it's not what most people think it is. But oh, I can it's tell a fabulous you what, place. Exactly, but I could tell you one thing. A lot of people, when I'm in Georgia, I tell them I'm from Compton. They first say, "Oh, you from the hood? You from Compton?" You know, I'm like, "Oh my God!" You know. <laughs> but no, I came out here for my best friend Angela's. Her birthday was yesterday, and I came here to party like a rock star tomorrow. Hey, happy birthday, birthday, Angela! Yeah. Hey, look, you know what? You live, you live like a rock star anyway. For real, though. <laughs> yeah, I live you like are. a rock star anyway. Huh? <laughs> you know, I remember your birthday. You were out in a limo doing it up. I'll never forget that. I called you your birthday. You're like, Greg, I'm a little bit hungover. I'm like, what? Girl, what are you talking about? I never. I remember your birthday. But I know you got a previous engagement and all, and I don't know what happened to your stepmom. I don't know which. I know she had an engagement, but that's not like her. I'm like, what? Where the hell is Nita? Where the hell is Nita Ross? Oh, where are you? Where are you, Nina? But I know you got a previous engagement, babe, and I really appreciate you calling in. Thank you. But tell us, before, before you go, before you go, girl, what you got going on? What's coming up with you? I know you got something in the in the, in the hopper. You don't want to tell anybody about Well, I, since you want to put it out there like that, no, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you be messing with me, Greg. That's it, no, but it's okay. I love you still. You I know, love you, girl. I am, I, I'm in the process of uh, getting my mind, soul, and spirit ready to do this book that I've been wanting to do for a long time but been very hesitant in doing it. Right. So now that I've came to a certain age in my life, is I've gotten to the point that I have to put all feelings aside and put stuff on the back burner and do what I got to do. Right. So right. That's what you know, it's all I ain't about mad right at now, you. you know. That's Baby my life girl, right now. I am not. You know what? I ain't even mad at you because you know what? I really after you know, tell you I've been talking with you. You know, we're friends and we go back like car seats. But I've been talking to you, girl, and you know what? I personally think it's your time, man. It is your time. It is your time for you. It is, it is time for you to tell the story. Tell the story. Uh-huh. You know, right. and I know it's going to be an emotional one, and I can't wait. I'm happy. <laughs> I can't wait. 
Conversation that we had today because, girl, you know, when I talk to you, you always make me laugh. I usually make people laugh, but you always, you and your sayings, I thought I had some sayings, girl, but you come up with some things I'm like, what? That's kind of cool. Ginger, <laughs> <laughs> baby, I love you and thank you so much for calling in, all right? You're welcome, Greg. It was a pleasure, and it was a pleasure for everyone that's listening in and tuned in this evening. Love you guys, and you guys keep your heads up because God is always on time. All right, baby. I'll talk to you soon, all right? All right. Love you. I love you too, babe. Thank you very much. We'd like to sort of change things up just a little bit for you here. Here's a song. It's about a young man. That is uh, widely known throughout the world, <laughs> especially in my ex-hometown, where I used to live. See, this young man is a very popular young man, and he was standing on a very well-known corner on the south side of uh, my hometown, Chicago. This young man was standing on the corner of 47th and South Parkway, northeast corner. Now there stands a building that houses the Walgreens drugstore. A few other little miscellaneous shops here and there. That's a commercial. Uh, and every Friday evening as the people would pass there, they couldn't help but notice this young man. Every Friday around 4.30, this young man would be seen standing on the corner of 47 and South Parkway in front of Walgreens. The young man was standing there because his girlfriend worked at Walgreens. And as you all know, Friday the Eagle flies. This young man was standing there as the people passed him. As always, they couldn't help but notice him because he was wearing the very popular silk mohair Woolworths Continental to the Bone $250 hustler suit. Fresh out the pawn shop. He would also be wearing a pair of highly shined alligator hustler shoes with a very popular white on white tab collar shirt, very thin silk hustler's necktie tied around his neck, very large artificial diamond stick pin in place. Now, as they noticed even closer to this young man, they couldn't help but notice around the side of his hat that he was heavily caulked to the bone. He was quite patent leatherish about the head. They call it the hustler's hairdo, a process. Many feet, a lot of creases, and all that greasy kid stuff. Sitting pressed upon this very lightly so as not to mess up his hairdo was his very stingy-brimmed hustler's hat. His hustler's shades on, cigarette in hand, very broad smile on his face. As you looked around to see what this young man was staring at so hard and why he was so elated at what he saw, you couldn't help but notice his automobile parked at the curb. His automobile, white on white in white. The hustlers call him Hogs. The trade name is Cadillac. That's a hustler short long the finance company can't find out where he keeps it parked at night. All of a sudden, this young man noticed people passing him or glancing over their shoulders as they walked down the street. There was some great commotion coming down the street behind them. So he thought he would take a peek and see for himself what all this commotion was. This is what he saw when he looked down the street. With pin curlers and rollers in our hair, head rag tied very tight, very large braids on her left hand, big butcher knife in her right hand, house coat, house shoes, his wife. And she was stepping fast, 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 coming after him, calling him all sorts of dirty names and other things that I can't mention up here. They'll close the place. He made a break for his automobile before getting in the car and get the motor started. She was there, cut him top, kicking dents in the door. You jive, Marilyn Farmer, out here jiving around the rent ain't paid the baby's on and eat shoes, and you had to call yourself pimping and hustling and can on, and all them other good things. 
He jumped out the car and threw the keys over to it. said, baby, listen, you can have this car and anything else you want. Just don't cut my new suit. I just got out the pawn shop and I got to have my front so I can keep on making my game. <laughs> As he turned to walk away, the young man bowed his head slightly. He lifted his stingy brim from his patent leather dew and shook it lightly. He wouldn't shake it too hard, you see, because when you wear a process, you have to go to the barbershop every day and get a comb out, and that costs $2. And he hadn't got his money from the lady yet. He began to mumble something as he walked down the street. And as you listened closely, you heard the young man saying these words. You could tell he was really troubled. He was saying these words in this, in this manner. He was saying, ah, In a world of trouble, I don't know what to do. I'm supposed to be one woman's man, but I am in love with you. What is my treasure? And what is my treat? They are both such a pleasure. Because they're both so sweet, I can't put either of them down. That's why I'm slipping around, because I'm living double. I'm in the world of trouble. Yes, it's a world of trouble that I inhabit now. Cause I've got one more woman than the legal over Now judges would jail me and preachers would shout. Bad talk would nail me if the truth got out. Polite society would frown. They would claim that I'm just a clown Living double In a world of trouble Well now, I do not dare reveal This need that I deeply feel Cause to my proper friends It would scare them Don't you know they would chalk it up to greed Oh, but what I
You're listening to The Quiet Storm, and I'm your host, Greg Lasseter, here at G-Radio New York City, where you can find your classic soul and R&B music, the music for your soul. So tonight, we're celebrating the 78th birthday of the great late Lou Rawls. Now, we had on the phone and, uh, was his lovely daughter, Kendra. Kendra and I go way back. She is hilarious. Kendra, girl, you cracked me up, but... As she said, she has some really good things happening, and I'm so happy to just be a part of it because I am a part of it. And I know Nina had a previous engagement tonight, and she was going to try to make it, and I guess uh, to this point she didn't. We only have like 19 minutes left. But I want to give a couple shouts. I want to shout out to Iceland. Uh, Thank you for listening. Uh, I want to shout out to uh, my president, of uh, misguided entertainment, Alonzo Zoe Bryan. What's up, my producer, uh, Brenda, my pain in the ass, Timmer. <laughs> no, just kidding, Chris. And Tracy Scott, what's up, girl? She's back, Lady T. What's up? Um, but we're gonna. I keep saying um because I got a, I got sinus problems and I'm kind of feeling kind of under the weather a little bit. I'm fighting it though. But well, we're going to keep this going because I've got a few minutes. If you guys want to call me, call me at 424-757-1423. And I'm going to play, what is this song? Oh, I love this song. Tell me how 
You're listening to The Quiet Storm, and I'm your host, Craig Lasseter, here at G-Radio in New York City, where you can find your classic soul and R&B music, the music for your soul. Tonight, we are celebrating the birthday of the great late Lou Ross, and we had the musical pleasure of his, his songs tonight, and I really, really want to thank all you guys for listening to me tonight, and the next time I'll be back, you guys, tonight after midnight, you can check out the G-Radios, gradionewyorkcity.com. The platform should be up. That's right, web guy. I'm putting you on notice. I'm putting you out there because you said it. So it should be up, and you guys should go check it out, gradionewyorkcity.com. And we will have we will host a live party when we, uh, when we go live, 24-7, 365. I want to give a quick thank you and a shout to Kendra Rawls. Girl, thank you for the stories. Thank you for calling in. And, you know, you got big things happening, and I'm with you. I'm with you till they get you. But anyway, I want to thank everybody for listening to The Quiet Storm. Remember this. Well, the next time I'll be back, December 4th. December 4th, I'm going to do, that's 1994, December 4th, at approximately 5.55 p.m., my brother Terry Lasseter passed away. So I'm going to dedicate that night to him. So guys, stick around and come back. Until then, remember this. Shoot for the moon. If you miss, you're still among the stars. I'm Greg Lasseter, and this is The Quiet Storm. We are out of here. Peace. Quiet Storm with Greg Lesson.